time, dude. dude. So I hated I it. That. And every girl in school had those puppet dolls for some reason. Oh, jeez. Really? And then, like, I remember my friend Stacy. Shout-outs to... I know John Petrosino knows who Stacy is. I don't know John if Stacy listens to it. I remember her favorite was always Lance Bass. And then, like, he turned out to be gay a couple years ago. Like, it's just... I don't know. That's crazy. You say he turned out to be gay like we didn't know her. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> anyway. You can't choose to be gay, Rob. Well... You can't turn out gay. That's... Turn out gay. They had a pretty big turnout. You yeah, yeah, the no one shows up for your turnouts. <laughs> Sponsor. So, what is your what's your favorite bar rescue episode? Because I have a few. Um, I love the pirate one. It's a great entry. Oh my god! It's an entry level episode. That I literally never, just watched that before I came over. If you've never seen the show before, I would recommend you start with the pirate bar because it's a perfect example of what's at the store. It's a great <laughs> episode, you know, and it's one that like. It features characters from another great episode, which is the guy from the Chicken Bone. Remember, and he was <laughs> yeah. like, he was like really abrasive and all this shit. And then like he finally like broke down and he accepted the help, and they turned their shit around. It was great. It's a great show, dude. It's like you learn a lot about life watching that show. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, like a pirate themed restaurant. Oh, it's so bad. I feel like we should put it on. Because, oh. <laughs> I mean, we can't, that a yes, though? I mean, we can't hear it like because the volume is down for the podcast, so right. we don't get sued. But if you put it on in the background, the pirate episode, you can see what I'm talking about while we discuss it. Um, is there one with closed captioning that we could find? Dude, this is a smart idea. We could talk about something Dude, and then look at you know, what we're talking about. You know they have a Frasier podcast? It'd be like the oh, DJ of the podcast. podcast. Bro, you know they have like a Frasier podcast? We should do a Bar Rescue podcast. I, that's smart, but I was going to say, let's do the 70s show podcast. It's called Pirate Bar Tavern. Because no one else is going to do that. Okay, so a little Ooh, background on this. with a Z, Oh, that's a problem. Oh, P. A little bit of background on this episode is that, like, they, the the bar was, this lady went to, like, a weird, like, pirate gathering, and she's like, I want to do this every day. Yeah. So she starts a bar, and there's a, there's a no DS rule when we're recording. <laughs> and then her husband oh, was like, wasn't her husband, like, an undocumented dreamer also? And then, like, <laughs> and they lived, oh, they yeah. lived, and she lived, like, with him and her child with him in her mother's basement or something? Uh, I believe so. And then, like, But it's just, like, the, if her husband was an illegal immigrant, doesn't he become a legal immigrant by marrying? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, okay. I don't, I don't know what they're. Yeah, maybe that's. But my favorite part about this maybe is like, a legal I love how they describe how like their bar, how good their bar is while they're like having like they like edit in between like people going, "This was an awful oh, experience." Oh. Oh. oh my goodness! Yeah, and there's this one guy who has an eye patch and he's really missing an eye, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, and he's the most. Cringe. You know, at some point he had to literally make the decision. Of like I'm missing an eye, and then it's like okay, he went full pirate. I can either ignore that I'm missing an eye, or I can go kind of fuck it, it, literally yeah. embrace it. Yeah, and pirate. that to me is fucking fascinating. And he's like the best character in this whole thing because like at one point, and it's not a character; he's a real person, he's a human being. <laughs> but I mean, at one point, everyone's like, "Fuck you, man! I don't want to do this anymore." He's like, "Look, I love this place, and I'll do whatever it takes to like, you know, make sure oh, uh, it's showing us." Yeah. Oh, that's gross. But yeah, he's like, and then he, he literally is like open to change, and then it, they, they, she fucks it up anyway. It's it like, so. Here's what I'm asking: Have you seen any of the new commercials right. for the new season? Is that they're doing a whole season called like Back to the Bar, where it's the places that failed, oh, and this is the first episode. Oh, no, no way! They're literally having conversation, uh, or like the, the her husband who hates him because he's an undocumented worker, or whatever, was like, uh, "I don't want him to come back." And she's like, I, "We need to do it because we're nine hundred thousand in debt." Oh no, Holy dude! Shit. That's a whole new level of debt. I I just paid off that. one of my credit cards that was like max five hundred dollars. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, "Oh, I'm so in debt." Like, yeah. and then you play Animal Crossing, you're like, "I can't wait to pay off all this debt." <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, so do the bars actually like, fail in the show? Or is right there. I'm seeing oh, a lot okay. of wenches here. Yes. And can I call them wenches? Yeah, of course. It's, okay. it's actually encouraged. Like, so oh, he great. tries to help them and then yeah, they still fuck it up? Yeah. Because yeah. no, no, what yeah. it is, is it's just a place for these people to hang out. No one's actually working. Oh, okay. Uh, the thing is, she basically hired all the people that hang out uh, that were drinking there to become right. workers. So now they're drinking gotcha. for free. So it's like if we opened a bar. Yeah. Also, this show does a great job. It's like it puts you in their shoes. Where like they they bring in a company. I don't remember the name. Where they, they weigh all the alcohol at the beginning of the oh. shift and then weigh it at the end. And like uh, I was watching an episode today where they, the dude was literally losing like five thousand dollars a Friday wow. because of his own workers. They're like, oh, we were overpouring. He's like, how do you overpour five thousand dollars worth of liquor? It's yeah, it's handed out. giving out free. And then get this, John's like, we did something special this week because we we saw how much money you're losing, and there's no way that you're losing that money on just business. Well, turns out they put it in secret cameras yeah. like a week in advance, and like his main bro that he's known for twenty years was just stealing money out of the oh, register. No. And then get this though, so he fires him, and then uh, at the at the end of the episode, like, oh, this place is gonna be good, and it's like uh, the owner's like this Caribbean uh, black guy, and they do like a, mm-hmm. a Caribbean style rum bar and all that, and it actually looks rad. Like I would go to it. And then at the end, it was like uh, they like <laughs> took down a lot of the decorations, and he declines the state how much money they're up or down, and then he rehired the guy's name was Mario oh. uh, that. Uh, Ended up stealing money from him, and he rehired him. So like everything they did was just like not <laughs> just done. undid it. Yeah. yeah, I heard a statistic that like shows like these and like Kitchen Nightmares, like ninety nine percent of the places close. Well, down. actually, Kitchen like, Nightmares literally there's a twenty twelve percent success rate. Yeah. Dude, that's that's well, so that? low because he's done like fifty episodes. Oh, Restaurant Impossible yeah. did, did um this the barbecue place in Redlands yeah. here in Redlands, and I we went in there. It was the it was the Mill Creek place, yeah. but it was the other one. Yeah, it's a because I wanted Mento. The story that was yeah, a good episode. Episode actually really too was. It was interesting. Huh. Just their whole story was interesting to me because and the problem is always the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not something you can change in a thirty-minute episode. Yes, but um, yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna stay open. No, like I, I hate to, sh- to like shut down other Redlands franchise, but like I just don't think you're gonna cut it, man. Yeah, yeah. I, your food's good, but like it's okay. The attitude yeah. it's not is not great. Yeah, the tooth. Well, and I guess on, I was listening like uh, on the last episode that uh, I'm about to put up. We talked about how. Uh, there's a podcast on the Nerdist Network with uh, John Taffer. Uh, his name's Taffer, I think, or Taffer? Yeah, Taffer. Taffer. And uh, he was saying that the difference between his show and the other shows is his show actually has an 88% success rate or 80. Oh, Don't quote me. It's one of those two. And uh, that's why they, he like he's like really adamant about like actually helping them. And uh, something about how he pays out of his own pocket or whatever. He like takes less less income from the show to be able to do more for the bars. So it actually helps him. Whereas in Kitchen Nightmares, he's like, look, your, your food sucks. We're going to kind of help you with tables. And then, like, so they teach the cook who's already shitty yeah. how to cook a little bit better, and it yeah. just never works. Yeah. There was two episodes I think I saw out of watching a couple seasons of, uh, is it Hell's No, it's Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares. Hell's Kitchen's great. I, I love yes. me some, yeah. uh, some fucking Gordon Ramsay. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, on the episode, it was, like, in New Orleans, and, like, he went there and actually already enjoyed the food. So all he did was just give them a better kitchen. So they were already successful, but he, yeah. like, helped them. So, like, I don't know what, what he's doing, but, like, this show actually does help most bars. Hmm. <clears throat> See, I, think too, oh, I thought that he helped all the bars. I didn't even know that any of them failed throughout the Well, it, the, the idea There's only, is, like, three, I think. Like, this is one of them, for sure. There's only, uh, well, there's, like, six altogether, because you got to remember, they're on season five, and they do, like, there 11 episodes There was one that was, like, a, I think it was in Austin, and it was, like, a, like a blues rock music club that mm-hmm. was failing. Yeah, do you have to dress up autistically for this? You don't, but these these are his spies. These are from the episode oh, from the Chicken Bone, dude. I, I told you. Okay. That's why he's a great episode. Undercover? Are they, they just like order drinks or something? And that's a great episode. They the Chicken Bone. I see. Now I have a question. Do you guys ever use Yelp? Like, do you ever use that app? Yes, at all? constantly. I don't like review because the people who review on Yelp are kind of terrible people. Yeah, true. But yeah, I use it. 
Well, I was just wondering because like it's, sometimes you have to like do some mental math. Like, all right, well, there's 20 reviews and they're all five stars. How many of these people do you think he knew that were just like, please, please review it so yeah, we get exactly. up there? Well, but then there's some places, though, like you look up like uh, the Comic Quest, shout outs to local Redlands hotspot, or like uh, All of a Nude, mm-hmm. or like... Uh, well, those places are just objectively good already. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So you, you can't write that off necessarily. No. It, sometimes if it's like an institute. Well, that's why like when, we, when I was like, hey, let's go to this Korean barbecue place, which uh, I'll do a shout out. Shout outs to Jen. There's like seven of them, but there's one in Rancho off of Foothill Boulevard. Oh, if yeah, anyone please. knows us... And lives near us. I recommend it wholeheartedly if you like Korean barbecue. And uh, I like sent you the review, and that place had 1,900 reviews, and it was wow. a five star. Yeah, and like I don't know, we went there on a Tuesday, and the service was still, was still great. Experience. Oh yeah, they do it right, dude. They yeah. really do it right. Imagine, Imagine that place like on like a Friday or Saturday. Dude, we've been there on a Friday. Oh, really? I got reservations for my birthday wow. on a Friday, and it was so packed in there. I wish I could went with you, man. Yeah, I just didn't think you were into it because it's like, well, he probably doesn't know what kind of food it is and all this stuff like that. But I'm glad that you enjoyed. It. I really went there. And I was like, well, they go eating a lot. I didn't think you guys would. Enjoy we do. It that much. We do a lot. Of, we eat out a lot. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I want to go back already. So we're gonna go for your birthday. Yeah, we're going like in a week or two. Everybody, nice. it's Rob's birthday podcast. Birthday <laughs> if I gave him a Yelp review, I would give him like a four out of five, just because that guy kind of fucked up our bill. Yeah, and there's no excuse for it. No, and the uh, that that screws me over though, because I ended up spending sixty when it was supposed to be twenty five a person. <laughs> that place looks like the movie John Wick. It really did. Have you been there? Yeah, it really does. Robert was just sending me pictures the whole time. Like, we sat up in the upstairs part, which is when you have a lot of people, but it's like really nice to go if you have like four or five, because you get in these like six person person booths. And they have like all this like blue lighting around you, but it's like not too much, so it's annoying. No. No, it's it like adds to the dude. experience. Well, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. So that's what. Dude, I'm like, just a great experience, like uh-huh. a great bonding. Like, and then you can't again if you you're looking for a bros night out. Like, holy shit, dude, you can't. Do it's better. just it's just copious amounts of meat, and you can right? just and it's all you can eat, so you just yeah. keep ordering. And, and even if like, you're yeah, a salad eater, I couldn't I couldn't tell you what the dressing was on the salad, but I'm, I'm not a huge salad eater, and that salad's amazing. And it's unlimited. Everything there is unlimited. It's great. And it's at every Korean barbecue place. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. so are the Shirley Temples. <laughs> well, except for we were in L.A. one time. We went to a, um, that legal, we went to a League of Legends right. uh, screening or whatever that. where like you basically are the audience and watch the pros play. And we're like, let's go do Korean barbecue afterwards. And we're like, there's one a mile from here. And I looked at the menu and it was like, it was per serving. And it was like $50 for some of the meats. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I went there on accident once. <laughs> Didn't oh, you guys, no, you said no, you walked no, in there no, and just no, like, well, yeah. later. Never mind. <laughs> I sat down and saw the we gotta go. <laughs> One thing I really like too that I haven't gotten a lot of lately is Thai food. Ooh. I love me some Thai. Now Thai yes. house in Redlands is pretty bomb too. Yeah, I went there once because yeah. of Drew. We actually worked at Amazon with oh, him. That's right. That was that. that's a, that's a comfy memory. That. Yeah. Dude, that was a great memory. A comfy Christmas memory. You know what? That was the best day that we ever worked there. It was like we literally got there, we got to work next to each Banter other, and they kept trying day. to move us, and we were just bantering. <laughs> we were almost podcasting, if you will, yeah. all day. Exactly. And then afterwards, it was like five p.m. Like, you want to go to the Redlands Thai house? I was like, sure. And yeah, then we went there. The whole, I got the whole Amazon fam to go. Yeah, or like at least half of them. Yeah, there was like maybe five or six of us. Yeah, that was a good time. trip was cool. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to miss anybody when you when you leave that place, Rob, when you're successful? Uh, yeah, shout-outs to Brian. Shout-outs to PlayStation? Uh, shout-outs to PlayStation. That guy fucking rules. Now, explain why he's named PlayStation. That's a good, uh, I, <laughs> good question. I guess the story, I've heard it like third-hand, is that like they were arg- just arguing about what was better, PlayStation or Xbox, and he said PlayStation, <laughs> and everybody disagreed. So he was like, whatever, PlayStation. Because <laughs> then, like, because well, the guy would just give people nicknames because he couldn't remember names. So, like, he kept calling me Fun Fact. 
Because every time somebody would say something, I'd be like, oh, yeah, did you know that, like... And he's like, all right, fun fact, shut up. Like, <laughs> Fun fact is too close to fun fat. No. For well, me. I'm fun and I'm fat, so... I mean, and I have fun being fat. <laughs> and I have some fun facts to share. So you didn't name him PlayStation. That Everyone calls him that. He named himself. Oh, boy. PlayStation, yeah. true. I thought that was just something you really? called him. By his actions or by his like own word? By his own deeds, dude. Yeah, actions by own word. <laughs> That's right. By his own deeds did he name himself PlayStation. <laughs> you know what's weird? There's like a statistic where it's like PlayStation has more than double the sales of Xbox One, but I don't know anyone who owns a PlayStation 4. Well, Jay Chain, but he also owns... Uh, well, no, he doesn't own an Xbox One. So I want a PS4 for... There's some game coming out, but I forget what it is. It's That it's only on PS4. No Man's Sky. Uh, I don't know what that is. I think I, th- I want to say it's something to do with anime, but I can't remember what it is. I'm sure it is. Or it's or it's like very it's so it's too anime for America. Well, that's why it's not coming out. Getting <laughs> anime is too anime for yeah. America. Uh, I fucking hear what it is now. That's bothering me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about. I don't really get it. Well, so this is a good transition. Video games. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about recent um, discovery. The, the how rad the 3ds and 2ds are. Uh huh. And 2ds. So the DS no, let's, let's do a special shout out for Doug because he's been on that 3DS game since it launched. Oh, really? Sure. Okay. Ooh, we should set up a, a town I'm, meeting of, of sorts. Yeah, we should. We, we could bring him in to just talk about the DS because I was hesitant about getting it. I got the werewolf hat uh, on Animal Crossing for, so I feel like I got the best one. Now explain because I have never played any of that shit on the 3DS. Animal Crossing? Well, I played Animal Crossing on GameCube, and that was a fun ass game. It's, but a, like, it's extreme yeah. comfiness. It's yeah. like it's just the most relaxing, like slow paced, but like goal oriented game ever. Yeah, because yeah. if you play, what's like, the goal though? To pay off your debt. Yeah, like off. the overarching one is to like pay off your debt or be in your house. house. But then in this one, you're also the mayor. So there's like there's so much stuff you got to do. Like you got to go talk to your townspeople like every day and keep your approval rating high. Ah. And you go to the shops because there's new items every day. And then like now, do you find yourself getting anxious about your approval rating like in real life over a video game? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> like I don't know if they'll agree with this decision. <laughs> we need new water fountains. Well, like, it's a harsh <laughs> policy, but I feel strong. I'm a stern governor. I can't yeah. help it. I focus group everything first to make sure you know I give them the right. No, they're mostly very positive. They come to you. Like, hey, uh, Rob, we haven't met yet, but I feel like you're going to be a great mayor. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Everyone, it's great because everyone's so polite in that game. Yeah, like it's such a change from reality. And they're just like, because <laughs> you go to a store and it's like, and it's like they explain it to you. And you're like, would you like to buy? And you say, oh, no, thank you. It's like, no problem. Hit me up if you need anything else, man. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like as you're walking out the door, they like say like, they Whereas, stop you like, bye. We live in the real world in San Francisco. Like, are you looking to buy? Like, oh no, like, please get out. Yeah, can you just <laughs> fuck out then. <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> can you? I, I went and visited Jamestown, Ooh. and I talked to some. Was there a massacre? Well, <laughs> I went there to mess it up, but uh, I just talked told. to someone there, and he was just like, "Oh, hey, you're new here. If you like adventure, you're gonna love this town. Oh, <laughs> it's just like wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Then you so I immediately and bought the item that he needed most for his house from the store at a very reasonable price. It was a bed. It was a bed. Yeah, which he needed for his house. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I asked yeah. you yesterday, but I don't know if I was listening or I didn't pay attention, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you need a bed. To I don't like... think you need a bed, but like it's a luxury. The aesthetic of your room, you're gonna want a bed. No, I, 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 I have a serious question. Are there homeless people in these towns? 
Do you get like if you're down you, reading? You kind of start out as the one who needs. Yeah, oh, oh, you live in a tent. Yeah. So, so you, yeah. you should literally start from the bottom, go to the top, because you become mayor. Now we yeah. Well, when you first, I don't. I don't is know it a rags to riches tale? Kind of. When you first show, get off off the train there, it's they're just like, "Hey, mayor, welcome to your new town," and you're just like, like "I'm what? not the mayor." Like and then ah, they just say, "Good, good one, mayor. Good joke, mayor." <laughs> <laughs> you're and so you get a letter from the real mayor. Yeah, like, I never wanted to be the mayor anyway. Yeah, I never wanted to be my man. Yeah, so he's just like, "Thanks for taking this off my hands," and then you're just the mayor. Now. He's like, good fuck, yay! <laughs> it's like Tom goes to mayor. Yeah, and as probably political life is, there is no benefit to being the mayor; only <laughs> added <guy>. responsibility. <laughs> like this guy's potato face. I like everyone's super psyched for Halloween in my town. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, dude, more than I am. Yes, more than. Now, for anyone that's listening, we have a, an episode of our, the Pirates Tavern going in the background. Just pirates yeah. with a Z, no E. Yeah. Pirates Pirate. Tavern. Pirates. Pirates. It's like pirates. It's like brats. Pirates. Pirates. Now, I always, I mean, we're to cut back to this uh, periodically because it's on. Yeah. I, I have no desire to own a bar. Like, it just seems like, yeah. after going to, oh no, like, after going to the Redlands bars, oh man. Yeah. Okay, but the bars don't have to be shit. But, like, it's always uh-huh. sunny. But the crowd. Yeah, it's shit. always sunny, yeah. exactly. Like, that That seems super But comfy. here's the problem. I feel like, oh wow, how did they not think of this? They need to do a bar rescue crossover episode if it's always yes, sunny. Yes, dude, oh, with wow. the real guy. Willie Jackson, wow. Uh, wow. October 2nd. <laughs> Best Bros Podcast. Oh, it's October. I always forget. Time Pay chance. me the rights, motherfucker. Yeah. That's a genius episode. That really is. Because everything Pay the man is funny. Everything that makes that show funny is why every episode of Bar Rescue is because like they, they have rats hey. in the bar. Right. They're only hanging out. Like, <laughs> Charlie could shine on that episode yes. so much. Yes. Why has that not happened? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna tweet that out of it. Like, can you pay me weird. that? It's gross, dude. <laughs> dude. We should do like a mock script to get our name out there, there and then go. send them a fucking. Yeah, episode. you told us. They spec did. Spec I don't, script. I don't know if you've seen the new season. It's not on Netflix yet, but they did one um, with uh, the. House I get of really Bucks. giddy because I don't watch it as it airs. So every time yeah. I throw an episode, I think nine's on Netflix. It has been for something a year. like that. I think season ten, then maybe. But they do they do an episode where the health department comes to like evaluate their bar. <laughs> so it's sort of like that. It's a really good episode. Oh man, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why haven't they thought about that yet? Yeah, <laughs> Sweet D gets rescued. <laughs> yeah. the bar you gets rescued ha- oh, dude, the, the the like the 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 pickup for the episode would be that like uh, he like loves everything they're doing but hates D. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, at some point, like the guy always tells him, like you have to fire this employee, and then she's doing it. Yeah. Oh man, so that, like, I think I found. I think I found the source of all of your problems. <laughs> that episode hey, writes itself. Will you step forward, please? Like, or, in my time watching over this bar. As, as an alternative to that, they could be watching that show and decide that since they have such a great bar, they could rescue other bars. Oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, okay. S- similar to the home makeover So, so show, fuck having him like on their bar? Let's have, oh, God. That's, oh, man. Yeah. This is why we need Dennis, a sitcom. Dennis does it. Needs to be a yeah. sitcom. <laughs> like, Dennis and Mac, and, like, they go to other bars and try to, like, show them how to run They try to, like, because you know how they have, like, their, they try to do, like, the uh, lethal weapon movies? Right. They call it Bar Help or something like that. Like, bar a help. shitty name. <laughs> and they end up like turning very successful bars into just like shit versions of their bar. <laughs> it's like, see, you know what you guys are doing? You're trying too hard. You don't want to please the customer. You want to give them a subtle attitude so they keep yep. coming back. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really proud of myself That's for good. digging deep on that one. Can we call them or something? Do we have... I don't know, but I feel like we well, I feel <laughs> like we need to be paid very Danny adequately DeVito. for this. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say fairly at least. Rob, talk to Danny DeVito. Yeah, I got you, man. Call Thank him. You. Call if I ever talk to Danny DeVito, he'll be like, dude, dude what would it like to be... In the episode, Danny DeVito will be John movie. Taffer. He goes in there and starts like breaking shit and yelling at people. He's like, everybody <laughs> out! Yes! It's perfect. <laughs> yes, so then Mac and Dennis could be the undercover, like... <laughs> yes, dude! <laughs> this is smart! <laughs> this is why we need our own sitcom! I keep saying this! Oh, man. 
I'm gonna have to like document this, come, save like, it. Drew's a doctor and I'm a writer and we li- live in the same uh, apartment and it's just like I never do anything. <laughs> and Drew's like, oh, oh kind of like how it is now. Exactly. Like, this is your life. You want me to set up a camera? <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> I have a camera. Rob was like, I gotta go to work. Rob's like, I hate Mondays. And then Willie moves in. And then Willie moves in. And then he's like a better roommate. And then you kick me out. <laughs> And that's the that's the end of the series right there. <laughs> then we just live our it's called Days of Our Lives. <laughs> it's all the episodes series. <laughs> Call it writer's block. Ooh. Oh man. That's not bad. Mm. Oh yeah. So uh was Sicario any good? You oh yeah, I like the rundown fan. Here's the thing. It felt it kept didn't you think it felt like a like an Iraq or an Afghanistan movie or something? Like a post nine eleven that's very much how they yeah. that I thought in the it, Like, there were so many shots where I, I kept having to remind myself, oh, this isn't Mexico. And they portrayed Mexico in, like, the worst possible God, light. Horrid. And I'm so surprised that they actually got away now, with it. Now, as someone who's never been to Mexico, 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 uh, you would never want to go after saying this. Ever. I never wanted to go in the first place just because yeah. we have a father. It's like, you're never allowed to go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Ever. I mean, there's nice places. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a fire sale. Yeah. But it was good though. It was really well shot. That guy's, you know, a really good. That guy's an up and coming, like a favorite yeah. director of mine. Um, Same. I feel like uh, I, Prisoners was like his best so far. Yeah, but Enemy movie. was really good. And Enemy's good. And but you th- I was thinking about too. This is definitely more like Enemy. It's not as tight as Prisoners is. Yeah. Which I liked Prisoners because it was it was never boring. Prisoners reminded yeah. me a lot of uh, I Saw the Devil. Where when it ended, you're like, ooh, I don't feel good about myself after yeah. watching that. I Saw the Devil is a great. Movie. If anyone's into like international movies, I Saw the Devil. It's probably still on Netflix. I'd imagine that movie's amazing. They're actually remaking that, and the the guys Adam Wingard and the other guy that do um, they did You're Next and. Uh, the guest, they're gonna, they're gonna work, dude. They're gonna do the remake. So I'm oh, like, wow. that could be cool. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That's like, a that's a great movie because it's like it plays out like a slasher horror movie, but like also. Revenge. Oh, this movie had great music too. Oh, really? It, yeah, it was fucking really good. You know what I want to see too is that new Apple movie, the the Steve Jobs movie. You know what? As as a person who didn't give a shit about Steve Jobs at all, I really am interested in seeing that movie. Yeah. Why? What, what's the appeal? Well, I just good acting and a good story. Aaron Sorkin. It, I like fast. It's like you have to. It's one of those things like you have to pay your 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 movie tax and go see an Aaron Sorkin movie. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I, I also feel like the, I don't love Danny Boyle though. I like Train Spotting a lot. And that's pretty much the only movie. Sunshine's really good by him. I just I don't know. He's okay. You don't like Sunshine? I got sunshine. No, don't don't <laughs> sing around the question. Answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> he's dodging the question. I got sunshine. Question. Oh no! Zoom in tight. Episode called Robert has sunshine, and then in parentheses won't Robert answer questions. Day. Oh, okay. I declined to comment. Yeah. Uh, I I don't like Danny Boyle. I think he's a Slumdog Millionaire. I just wasn't. I, w- I could not watch that movie. I never saw it. I, just, um, I judged it prematurely. It was all right. Um. <laughs> What else has he made? He made Train Spotting. Uh, he made. They're, they want to do a sequel. He's down, like Train, because the guy wrote another book. To well, that guy has a lot of books that are like he's a lot like Tarantino, where like the stories supposedly intertwine. Like, he, uh, did you ever see Filth? Uh, yeah, yeah. that movie's amazing. Yeah, that is a good movie. Did so you see he, that, Jimmy? No, dude, I feel like you would love that movie. Anyone who wants to watch a good movie, watch Filth. It's actually on Netflix. It's got James McAvoy in it and, and uh, James Avery. And, we can uh, watch it and uh, have a commentary track. Right but you got to watch it. You can't watch it without seeing it. Watch first, it during. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but um. That movie's really good, and apparently he wrote a sequel book to that where, like, uh, the other character who's played by Jamie Bell uh, goes to California and is like, it's like a murder mystery one, so I'm interested to see if he'll make a movie about that as well. Mm. But uh, we also saw Black Mass, but we never talked about it on the podcast either. I like that a lot. 
Was that any good? That was really good. It was a long movie and it felt long, but yeah, like you probably would have fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah. It, well, okay, here's the thing. It was two mafia movies do nothing for me. It was two hours and like five minutes or something like that. But like it felt like three hours. I just felt like that movie. So then you didn't like it? I would say no. No, that's not. I'm a person though. I love every movie. So it wasn't even mafia. It was more. I felt like they were going for a Goodfellas vibe on it, but it was more of like a. Um, it was more like small time crime trying to take down. Like, yeah, more and like crime. the thing is, like they it was one of those things where like, oh, he's a crime boss, but they never really showed them doing any crime besides the hitmanning people. Like oh, there's really? yeah. there's yeah. a few scenes that like you go, like, oh, this is really Goodfellas inspired, where like they would be talking to a person like they were nothing was wrong, and then they would just kill him. Like because if anyone's seen Goodfellas, like the infamous scene where they're in the car, like, you guys want to go get a sandwich, and then he starts ice picking a guy. Like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> that, that kind of like that, street level. Yeah. Street level crime. Same with that scene in The Godfather. Mm hmm. When they're driving the car. Dude, like, I always say this. My, yeah, the the Godfather. I Godfather 2 the other day. Oh, man. It's a great movie. Oh, Dude. man. Love those movies. Have you talked about the fact that, like, the guy that wrote The Godfather, like, invented all the, the mafia? Yeah, he made and, all like, that shit up. Yeah. About, like, and then it the... became, like, the real mafia thing. Oh, fuck. Seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they basically used it as, like, a guidebook. So it was, like, no, guidebook. Yeah. 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 Oh, because there was, like, nothing before he wrote it, so he just had to, like, make a bunch of shit up. The like, Godfather's so good, though, like, on every level. My favorite scene, and I'm sure it's everybody's, is, like, the, whether he, it's like, I'll kill the guy that, like, killed his brother. Yeah, that's great. And, like, I remember watching that for the first time. I was like, oh, that's, how is he going to do it? And then they, like, tape the gun to the behind the toilet or whatever, and he goes to the bathroom and comes back and shoots him. Just that whole scene is really good. Like, Al Pacino at his finest. And, like, that, it really sucks to look at Al Pacino and, like, uh, Robert De Niro and, like, all those people back in the day. Like, how great... Like, there was, like, a ten-year period where they could do no wrong with their movie-making. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to doing, uh, like... They do, like, shitty movies now where it's, like, yeah. buddy cop ones. Like, what's the one that's, like, uh... It's Robert De Niro and, like, Eddie Murphy where they, like, they have, like, a cop show. Oh, Showtime? Oh, I remember oh, the movie. Man, I yeah, my dad loves that movie because he likes bad movies. Like Showtime. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, like... Like, the climax of the movie is like, alright, give me your camera. And they put Here's like, a the little thing, pistol in, in the camera. In the 80s, when Eddie Murphy was cool, that would have been. Eddie Murphy's a, another example. He that would have like been a really... fucking sweet movie in the 80s. Like, a Showtime? It was just too late. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They, like, they both were past their breath. Well, like, another good example is like, Har- so you have Harrison Ford, Eddie Murphy, Robert De Niro, and, like, uh, Al Pacino. All of them were just killing it back in the day. Like, he, Air Force One was, like, the height of his career. Yeah. In my, and I was, that's just when I saw it in theaters, but. Um, <laughs> Like, and then he does does Hollywood Homicide with, like, Josh Hartnett or whatever. It's like, come on, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, he's making some questionable decisions lately. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's just like, whatever. Like, Ender's Game, it's like, really? Like, he didn't even yeah. try in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta wonder, does he think in his head, like, oh, maybe this will be the next Star Wars and I get a lot of money off of this? I don't think so. Maybe he's just bored. No, I think that's yeah, why he did the new Star Wars. Like, oh, maybe this will be the next Star Wars. <laughs> Dude, I was literally thinking about this earlier. Right. I bet what happened was they were like, I, don't, I doubt he wanted to do it. And for a long time he said he wasn't going to. And I bet, like, they just had to give him, like, the perfect deal where he's just like, all right, it has to be this easy, and you have to pay me this much money. And they were like, all right, fine. What? Well, he's probably not going to try. I think he's going to die in it. Yeah, I think they'll kill him off in the first one. They're going to yeah. kill him, yeah. I think what's going to happen in the first one is it's going to be the Empire Strikes Back, but for that series, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to end on a super down note where, like, all the parents die. See, you keep referring to it as the first one, so they're already <laughs> planning to make, like, ten more. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's a trilogy. Yeah, and there's also other. So movies. it's a trilogy of trilogies. So th- right now yeah. there's six slated yes. to be put out in the next like eight years. There's six more? Yeah. Oh my god. So we have this one, and then next year the uh, around the same. So they're doing it like a, a kind of how Marvel has like one. Well, technically Disney owns both of them. Not technically, they do. Uh, 
they have like one a year they're doing. So this year it's uh, the Force Awakens. Next year it's Rogue One, which is uh, it's like one out per year. Yeah, and but the cool thing is they're not going to. Did you hear the? They said the plot of Rogue One finally is it, about it's about the Empire. Getting, they're the they're the ones that stole the Rebel spies that stole the plans that died yeah. to get them to, to Princess Leia. That's fucking rad. Because you know it's like three hundred. You know how it's going to end. Yeah. Like that journey's going to be awesome. I just love that there's that no suicide there's issue? only going to be one lightsaber in the entire movie. It's just going to be Darth Vader. Yeah, that's great. Oh. Although there was some, is that great? It is. Well, yeah, because too many. Well, like I think, I think it's pretty rad that they're gonna kind of like stray away because the new movie is obviously gonna have some lightsabers in it and Jedi and all that. Because like, yeah. after uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, clearly they're gonna start training some more. You know I just want to say now right. we're two, we're what two or three months out still before it comes out. I think and we still haven't seen like an official two minute trailer. I think Captain Phasma is my favorite character if I have to guess just from like looking at because it's a silver stormtrooper with a cape. And it's Brienne of Tarn or whatever. From oh yeah, it's a, chick, yeah. Oh, it's a chick. Yeah, right. did you see? Okay, it was on. Or BB-8. I mean, did you that's see? Like, I mean, that's the safe guess. Did you see Star Wars like official Twitter blow like a bunch of feminists out about that? <laughs> no, what happened? Oh my god, they're like, I don't think it's right that you should have a neutral armor for uh, this stormtrooper since it's a chick, and like he's like, it's armor. It's designed to like not be penetrated by bullets. So what does it matter <laughs> if it's feminine or not? Like, right. like yeah. They just like, and then, like everyone was like, oh. <laughs> did they want it more like bikini armor? Like, I don't. Know. No, I like we needed like princess. Yeah, I did. I definitely. It, it needs to be Princess Leia's armor, only yeah. cover the boots of vagina. Yeah, the eighties I mean, like yeah. metal bikini. Yeah, do it. I just like that Rogue One's taking a different approach, where it's like it's uh, actually set right. So it's set after the third movie in the series. Uh, yeah, the, right. Uh, what, what's the third one called? I know it's Revenge of the Sith. So it's after that and before um, A New Hope. So it's like in between one. Oh, really? It's, it's in between three and four. Yeah. There's a book about that where Vader has to go hunt down like all the Jedi that didn't come back. Yeah, because like he, he still. Has and to here's kill the, a here's bunch the shitty people. thing: if you're like if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, which I I mean I, I love the movies, but I've never really gotten to the comics or yeah, novels. They as soon as Disney bought the rights, to everything they're like that. None of that matters anymore. Yeah, they after after yeah. since uh, like what thirty years of them making up novels and comics yeah. and all this shit like that. Like I'm sure someone out there has everything. Like they have yeah, to. Well, be. it used to be called the expanded universe. Yeah, like, uh, they basically were like, nope, none of that's real. And like if they wanted to, they could just say one through three never well, happened. Like Leia has so lazy, though, Luke Skywalker gets married. Not when everyone hates it. I think I don't know. It depends on how they're going to work it. But they said they said it's still um, relevant, but it's not canon. So. I see. Dude, they better have Vader kill Jar Jar Binks in the, <laughs> oh, in the middle. Jar Jar Binks going to be Dude, okay, so there's a... They should have a skull that looks like Binks is yeah. like in Vader's ship. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure one of our listeners has seen it. Uh, listeners have seen it. There's a show on uh, Cartoon Network now that's like a Star oh, Wars God. show. Is it Legos or whatever? I don't know, but I laughed my ass off because I was walking by and I was like, why is Jar Jar in this? And he's like, me, Sanuva, like all this stuff like that. And then he literally gets ejected from the pl- like the ship and then he gets... Starts, Someone just press that button. He's, yeah, he starts Starts floating out in space and then gets hit by a missile and blows up. <laughs> I shit you not. Yeah. But if, if this is between he's like, oh! <laughs> he, he gets ejected and I can't breathe. He's like, oh! and then he gets hit by like a, a Tie Fighter bullet. Thank God. I was like, oh my God! And me and Joel lost it. Like Joel hadn't seen the movies, but already knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like go suck a g- genius to see that. He's like, go suck a gun gun dick. <laughs> But if this the is Gungus. between the third and the fourth movie, Jar Jar should have been long dead, right? Oh, no, son. Oh, son. I'd like to mention that Joel got in trouble the other day for telling a teacher she should kill herself. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, What's the story Joel? behind that? That's the story, man. What else do you need? <laughs> I need some facts. Some context? Apparently she said, said something he didn't agree with. He's like, yeah, you should kill yourself. <laughs> he said, kill yourself, buddy, I think is what mom told me. Oh, buddy? Dude. The buddy's even worse. Yeah, really. It's like deep. <laughs> 
Prove him wrong, man. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Maybe she should. Your Honor. By the time this is out, the, the, the album will already have dropped. Oh yeah, the beta for be uh, tour, dude. the beta for the Battlefront game is gonna be out. Oh, that is beta, oh, dude. It's for every system and everyone gets to play. So I know we're gonna be streaming. <laughs> Even the DS. Is it on the DS? <laughs> Wrong. Oh. I meant every system. Now I mean, you just said every system. I meant, I meant the main three, which oh. is uh, PC, oh, no, Xbox One, and PS4. There's only a main one, and that's the. The DS. Are you guys now Nintendo-olds? No. Nintendo-olds. I'm thinking of myself as a Nintendo lover. Oh, that's almost worse. Oh, there's a confrontation <laughs> happening right now in the uh, bar. I've got Nintendo. I don't like confrontations. Uh, this game. this play like this show just makes me never want to go. Whoa! Eat bar. Wow. He looks like an alien from Men in Black, dude. <laughs> a Balchinian. Yeah, that's Paul. Right Let me tell you, as a twelve-year-old, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was excited. I was. Yeah, were you tickled? <laughs> it tickled my balls in the theater. I just remember I literally heard. I was sitting next to Rob. What happened? And Rob goes, "What?" When we saw that in theaters with mom and dad, you're like, "What?" Because he kicks him in the nuts and he's like, "Nope." And then he undoes his scarf and there's like balls hanging out. Oh man. The also, third. that guy was holding a knife like he was ready to use it. <laughs> yeah, what? the third Men in Black, though. I never saw it. It's pretty. I cute. saw it when it came out. It was okay. It's not. Great. Are they really gonna do the Twenty One Jump Street crossover? Yes, I want. That's I want amazing. That to I love the idea of just like unexplained crossovers that don't make yeah. sense. Like, <laughs> un- unneeded crossovers. Unneeded, yes. <laughs> but I feel like once it's once it's said, it becomes needed. It's true. Yeah, because I love like the Twenty One Jump Street's a great example of what you could do to make an old series good still. Like. I don't know, 22 Jump Street was like still pretty damn good, but like 21 Jump Street's really good. Yeah. What would be a cool movie is if they did Flintstones meet the Jetsons, but don't set it up with the Flintstones movie and a Jetsons movie. Just do a movie where it's the Flintstones and the Jetsons, and it's like the, they meet each other. You know what I'm saying? Well, don't the Jetsons, then, they all live in like big towers. And in then, the future, though, like how does that's that a, That's the thing. They're pull, well, they already did it once back in the day. It was a cartoon movie I used to watch all the time. But they're polar opposites. That's why it's like... Also, there's that theory... They should just do this. I mean, why not? Okay, okay. I'm sh- I don't know if you heard this, but on the internet, there's this really widespread theory that like they're, the Jetsons the, are just living above them. The Jetsons, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're living in the sky. Are the rich people that can afford to live up in the sky? And the Flintstones like are not in the Stone Age. They're just on the very bottom. Yeah, like Elysium. Oh, so the, the, the Flintstones are like the poor people. Can we talk about what a disappointment that director is? God damn. Yeah, I, he, I hope he's. A I fuck never up. saw Chappie, but oh no, man, that was a I hope he doesn't fuck up Alien, whatever he's doing with it. Because Sigourney Weaver's involved, so it's like, don't fuck it up. I just love every one of his posters for his movies. is like, from the director of District 9. So that helps you to not see it. wasn't terrible, but it wasn't It wasn't good. As a man that loves Alien. He had the Shyamalan curse. He did, dude. Yeah. Which I remember. Okay, I, I saw District Nine and like fondly remember it. And rewatch, I was like, "Why is everyone liking this a lot?" Yeah, why, why did you like this? We have a little because it was one of those things where everyone was talking. About, I was like, "Yeah, it's good." Like I didn't have that. Like you know, like what. Like when Drive came out, everyone's like, "Yeah, it's a great movie," but like no one really knows why Drive is great unless they're like a, a fan of Nobody it. Nobody really knows why. <laughs> I'm talking about people to that... this day. <laughs> oh Jesus! No. Scholars have wondered. It's a mystery. I wrote many thesis papers on it. It is. It is. <laughs> None a of which I've turned in. To us all. Have you talked about the visit yet? The visit? Did no. We, no did we yeah, talk was, about it? Yeah, I believe. One, you, one to two podcasts ago, maybe even three. Yeah, mm. We did, but like you guys never talked about like Briefly. you never told me the, the some crazy oh, we'll talk shit. About it, okay. 
Oh, <laughs> you said there was a very rapey scene, and I never, I, I never oh, got. Oh yeah, it, it wasn't rapey, but it, it looked like it was going in that direction, and I was like, was Ooh, it the don't, don't do that. No, not the oven. I'll just <laughs> say, well, he's gonna pull her pants down. And be like, oh, yeah, an old schizophrenic man puts grandma. a used diaper on a kid's face. Really? Yeah, I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, that's what happened. Which is great. Because like he starts taking his pants off. I'm like, oh, is this going to be like a rape thing? And I feel like that is kind of rape, though. Kind of, yeah. I, I said it was worse than rape last time. And you guys were like, worse than rape, Rob. And I'm like, well, and <laughs> yeah, now that you know you that might, you might you're like, oh, that is kind of rapey. Uh, it's kind of rapey. Well, well, did she, did like she consent to the diaper? To like put diaper in someone's face. I would say he was asking Is it sexual? It is. I mean, it has like sexual connotations. I think. Yeah, they got yeah, a little bit. Diaper? Maybe tangentially, because that's like something that you know what I mean. Scat tangentially. I'm glad that I don't watch TV. I'm glad they don't watch TV anymore because I, I haven't seen any recent it's commercials for the answer. Yes, it is. I watched TV the other day for the first time because Dad was like, "No, watch this show. It's called Last Man Standing, starring oh, Tim God. Allen." And I was like, "Oh, like Tim Allen's really." He's really needing some money, I see. <laughs> and uh, today he came home from dinner and he's like, "Oh shit, I missed it." Oh, I was like, "I was like, Dad, it's on demand. Like we live in 2015." Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, "No, it's gonna be on in 20 minutes, Mom. Hurry up!" Well, Mom and Dad were like, "Oh, oh, oh take the, the long, long way, way. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a long. You done goofed by telling us that. <laughs> there was a long time where like Robert would just. Maybe that's where our memory comes from because we just sit there and quote shit back to our parents. Like, yeah, we know we were there, we saw it. And, like, Robert would be like, there was this episode of The Simpsons where this happened, and then, like, The Simpsons did it, and, like, everyone was like, oh, we get it. And then Rob would just laugh to himself, and he's like, you guys don't like me. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Was yesterday? Yeah, yeah, so it was actually. Earlier today. It was actually today. Earlier today. We had a conference call. Uh, we had to mute it and be like, ooh. A Skype conference call. Yeah. Sponsored. But I was Skype. watching TV, and this commercial came on, and there was, like, this attractive 30-something lady, and she was like, Interesting. now, I can't get through a business meeting, and then it's just like, wham, and cuts to her, like, uh, like, Looking at diapers in the fucking in Target, and I was like, "No, who's thirty? It's a strong, independent businesswoman, and just can't like get through a meeting and has to shit herself." Get like. your shit together. <laughs> and also, as a as an older brother of a younger baby who we had to be around when he was in the diaper stages, having a diaper on doesn't like mitigate the smell. I, I think she was just having like urine incontinence. So. No, because it was talking about how it doesn't hold the weight. And, oh, yeah, well, but that could very apply detailed. to like a, a fluid as well. Well, she like, I, would, I, I got to go pee real quick. I would assume that's what it meant. But anyway, like the commercial was just super gross because then it cut to her wearing pants. Like, look, you can barely see him, but there's like this puffy uh, shit around her butt and vagina. I was like, oh god, Ooh, you can fat. barely see it. It's like you can barely see it or smell it <laughs> when the ass is fat, but it's just a diaper. <laughs> when the ass is fat and full of shit. <laughs> Like Just Carla, like Rob, Carla, you're full of shit. Literally, go home. This <laughs> is <laughs> he's talking. Isaac. This place is fucking stupid, you guys. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to change it to corporate bar and grill, and they, which is like. Like no corporate people, no. Oh god! If anyone's listening, Rob's referring to the the episode that's on right now. Is yeah, this the this, an episode right now? Is this still the pirate one? Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is like an hour and twenty minutes. Wow. They get so fucking mad, too. They're like, I can't believe you fucked my life up. Well, then why did they invite... They had to have invited him, right? Yeah. Or, like, apply for this. You had to apply for it, Then yeah. don't get mad. He's going <laughs> to help you. I don't understand that. She's that. like, I want to keep doing it the way that's been failing. <laughs> like, so right now they're mad that he didn't tell them what they wanted to hear. Yeah. Okay. That's a observation. He told them the truth. No, I get that. That looks nice. I was just going to say, wait, that's nice. No, because I think he just redid it. Mm-hmm. Now... Are they mad that there's no pirates? Because like they have like a 1920s feel to it now. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely not a pirate theme anymore, it, which I, I think is good. Yeah, they really, they really stepped up that bar. Then, damn. Yeah. 
I don't know that you could get away with having a pirate-themed bar outside of, like, Vegas. Yeah. I feel like downtown LA and Vegas is your Yeah, market. unless you're in a major also, like, metropolitan let's, area. Let's be honest. In 2015, coming close to 2016, how many bars are in Vegas and LA? Are There's no way you're going to yeah. compete to that market. And yeah. is, is like Pirates even relevant? No. I feel, like every, I feel like every... In junior high, me and my friends would talk about how there used to be a Disney restaurant. Like how there's a Disney store. Yeah. It would be like you go in and they have like Disney-themed stuff. It's like Because it's like a... We can't afford to go to Disneyland every week, but you know we can go on Friday to the Disney restaurant, and they have like character diet, you know, dinners and stuff, and okay. like, like a Chuck E. Cheese with like a nice version hmm. of that. But I feel I'll like in this case, that. I feel like the same way everyone's kind of done with zombies, everyone's also done with pirates. I think they were oh, done with sure. pirates a long time ago. There's another yeah. pirates movie coming out though. Okay, and then we'll see if those hopefully this doesn't affect <laughs> yeah, our chances of getting on the the Nerdist podcast eventually. But like, I just wonder how Chris Hardwick feels about the the new season. Like he has to do two Talking Dead's now. And it's like, he's already pretending oh, that The Walking Dead's good. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Let's be real. The Walking Dead is awful. Yes. Like, there's, like, yes. over the years, I don't know, because we all have Facebooks, I'm assuming. Um, you always have those people like, oh, The Walking Dead premieres tonight. Like, that's subtly just kind of gone it, away. It really is. I, I remember there's seeing that still being annoyed by that. that doing I think it like started some holdouts. Like, some holdouts, dude. I want to say it was, like, November, or it was October, like, uh, 2011 or 2010 when the, it was 2011 when that series began, I remember everybody was like, oh my god, this is going to be a great well, show. the first season was kind of cool. The first season was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's written by the guy that did the Shawshank Redemption. If you like, really want to know, and directed. Yeah, yeah, the org guy has like a free video mm-hmm. like explanation of what happened. Well, also, <laughs> if, you wanna... if, you have, if you really care, well, if you want to know why it's fucked up now and not good... It breaks it down, so you're like, oh, okay. I'm just sick of everybody pretending it's still good, though. Yeah. Is there yeah. A, a quick and simple, like, summary you can give us of that? Uh, well, basically, the guy who was making it good uh, was trying to make bold decisions, like, creative decisions, and they well, were like, oh, sorry, it was costing them too on much On a time. macro level, he was like, let's do six episodes of the season so we have a higher budget for these episodes. And like, no, because it's so popular, we want to do, like, 11 to 12, and then, like, but... They also wanted to not have as much money for some reason, and like, isn't that why you left? AMC, you know, yeah, basically he quit. Oh. And, uh, but it's also AMC; it's the one show on AMC that they own. So like, Breaking Bad can do whatever they wanted to do because AMC doesn't own that. But right. AMC is funding. And then Breaking Bad, Bad was just Vince Gilligan's like dr- like uh, vision. See, the I was entire gonna say time. Breaking Bad. That's a show. That never uh, outstayed its welcome because it no. ended. What was it four? No, eight seasons only. It ended, and you still wanted more. Yeah, yeah. and that's oh, perfect. That's and that's why Better Call Saul. Like, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard nothing but good praise oh, it's, about it's it. Fantastic. It's good for a show it's where basically really slow. nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. It's but fantastic. it's just fun seeing you know Saul. I great. did see yes. though, if anyone's a fan of GTA, that like the sixth or seventh episode, they uh, right when GTA launched, uh, they had. Um, the actors like because uh, the, everybody does motion capture now so they just capture what the person really looks like they, like, they have the guy that right? plays Trevor and yeah. the guy who does he's like this short bald guy that does all the planning for the game uh-huh. they were actually in the episode oh, the I got killed. it's pretty cool yeah that was a nice crossover yeah where Mike was like a hitman he got hired that was great yeah well the only reason I brought that up is there's an episode of Nerdist and like it was sponsored by The Walking Dead and like Chris Harwood's like, it's a great show. It's like what happens before. Like everyone's, oh, there's only one or two people who are getting sick. And you're like, what's going on? It's like that might have worked if we didn't already know what happened. Like, <laughs> but that show just became a slow soap opera. And like what Rob said is like the guy quit. So season season one was like he wakes up, it's intense. He doesn't know what's going uh-huh. on. Then he like he meets up with that black guy and then he leaves him. Right. And then that season, guy, um, the guy that plays Shane was in. Yes, yeah, the movie we just saw, Sicario. Oh, was he really? Yeah, and he was good in it. Huh. He's, He's a great actor. Punisher. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah. I was remember being disappointed about hearing that, and I was like, "Wait, no, he's actually really good." 
But my point was in season two of The Walking Dead, they, they get stuck at the, um, is it the farm? The farm, yeah. And you're like, why are they here? And then you oh, because of budget reasons. Like, they couldn't move. Because <laughs> Carl got shot. Yeah. I, did read, I read Carl. the comic book and I got as far as them being in a prison. And then the, the, the governor thing, I remember reading that part. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's where I stopped watching was the end of the third season. Because I was like, this arc. is just shit. Because that's a good comic. It moves really quick, so which is the opposite of the show. Really. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not here to like shoot down. Any, if you like the show, that, that's on you. I yeah, just, I, I'm not I, a fan of it. I really wonder: do, do women find that Shane guy attractive? Because he's well, he's I think really, in a zombie situation, maybe it's true. But I mean, yeah. in Sicario, he played like a guy that like uh, well, seduced Emily engines. Blunt. Like you don't mm. seduce Emily Blunt, do you? Can I? Tom Cruise didn't. Well, he did at the end, but... He did. Tracy closed it and officially reopened his pirates within three days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this so just undid everything. Tracy still lives in her parents' basement. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Juiciana? How do you pronounce that? I think that? it's Wasino like, or something. Wasiano? There was an A What's this there? episode? Uh, I like it. Wasiano. Well, yeah, we got way off track. They're on, like, a beach or something? Mm. When does a uh, legend come out? Because that's like a, I know we saw a that's a that's a gangster yeah. movie. I feel like you could get behind because it's actually like a fast paced right? uh, mm. gangster movie. Okay. Do I ever see what the what the film schedule is for the Austin Film Festival? They're gonna play that movie where Tom Hiddleston is, is uh, uh, a country singer. Williams. I heard that's I a great movie. That, yeah, I don't know much about Hank Williams, but I do want to see that movie. Mom was actually excited about that because she's a huge fan of his, as she is because she's white. <laughs> if you're a white old lady, if you're a white old lady like Robert, is this another Pirates episode? Is this, yeah, what's happening? Is it just playing it? Are we just watching it on repeat? It's or something? just a loop, yeah. He's like, our baby, we make it. Yeah, welcome yeah. to my bar. <laughs> Why couldn't he get into the movie? Because it was right in our. Oh man, that place just looks grody too. Yeah, yeah. It looks kind of sad and pathetic. That yeah. shit scares me because on the episode no, I watched today, they literally they went into this uh, the kitchen and the guy's like, "What is this?" And she opens like this drawer in a fridge and it's just a bunch of like chicken blood in there. It's oh. like, "Oh, what I do cool. is I defrost the chicken and I soak them in water." And he's like, "Why would you do that? You don't want." He's like, "You don't want water getting into your meat because it'll waterlog it and then it, like you can't cook it properly." He's like, "Water though." And then she makes water. these. She makes these like uh, uh, chicken wings or whatever, like the the buffalo ones that are really good. And like he like opens them and like they're really crispy on the outside, but because she waterlogged them on the inside, it's like super raw. Oh, and like it cuts to a guy out there like eating them and then looks at it and literally just throws it on the ground. Shit! <laughs> 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 Disdain for blood. Oh man! <laughs> now you can brine your chicken with salt water, and that's good. In an era where everyone likes to oh, Netflix I, and chill, I feel like if nice you're looking brine. for a show. That's not on Netflix. It's just like uh, just to watch and marathon. This is a great show. I'm sure most people have already seen it. In Love Rescue. I had never seen it until you you hyped it up. Same. Oh, it's so good. I feel where are we at because it's not on Netflix. So, dude, there was like a you month where time? I was obsessed with um, hoarders. Like that yeah. show, dude, like, hoarders and fucking what's the My Strange Addiction are so good. Every every segment is like a whole person's fucked up life. It's so crazy. Does it make you feel better about your own? I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. dude, remember? Okay, it's a big pull of the reality <laughs> you see TV. Some shit where you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not doing so bad. <laughs> some of the shit right. you couldn't write into a movie if you yeah, wanted to. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> okay, do you remember? Did it, I'm sure someone on our, our listener base would have seen it. I love that show, uh, True Life, on MTV. Yeah, I think that's why uh, I like I'm so Whenever I'd feel down about my life and our family yeah. and myself, I would just watch that show. I'm like, oh, we have it good. Like, yeah. we're good to go. I don't need to watch a third world documentary. <laughs> this is too close. 
Like, just all those episodes, like, there's, like, uh, True Life, I'm Addicted to Porn and all that. There's, like, this oh, super douchey guy with, like, oh, the I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah. And he buys... He was on the Beavis and Butthead thing. That yeah. Jeez. He, like, buys, uh, like, these weird cigarellos, and then just, like, he goes to his local porn shop and he's like, what's up, Mike? You got the new new DVD? <laughs> In an internet age, like, he goes to a shop still. <laughs> Dude, and he, he smokes, like, expensive cigars while he watches And he told, he's like, I watch about six hours of porn a day. It's oh like, my oh, God. my Dude, God. That's my hero. That's classy. <laughs> <laughs> he's turned it into a lifestyle, yeah. Literally. He's trying to get his own reality show. Yeah. Well, then, like, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> I, I would, uh, there's like an episode where she's like, I'm addicted to energy drinks, and she would drink like 12, oh, yeah, 12 Red Bulls a day. Oh, she's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, she's dead now. And she would go to the doctor, and she was pregnant. Oh, oh no. She no. was pregnant, and the doctor's like, Look, you literally can't have any caffeine. Like, no. you need to have like. I, okay, now, here's the other thing. I one serving that, of soda a week is too much. Like, I remember yeah. that episode was like, uh, I'm addicted to energy drinks, and it's always two alternating stories. The other story, do you remember? Was the guy who would stay up late at nights to go ghost catching or whatever? Cool. And he needed, he needed energy drinks to stay awake so he could try and record ghosts. Or and the, guy, and the doctor was just like, "Just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have so to do that. True life, just don't do that. Yeah, you can really just name it. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. Yeah." <laughs> My professional advice. Well, there's one's like True that. Life. I'm a porn star, or whatever, and it's just like it's all. There was a a documentary on Netflix that I've I, I posted I on Facebook. It, I just, I just, oh, I, it's heartbreaking. Did I, just, you watch I know it? I need to be in an un- unbreakable spirit. I don't want to break yeah, a spirit. If you if you want to get really depressed, watch Hot Girls Wanted on Netflix. But does it does it really tell you anything you don't already know? Well, I just don't. It's it's just I don't want to confirm. I don't. I, there's things that I'm pretty sure are okay. for real, and I don't want to know for sure. As a male, you're just gonna, you're gonna like hate yourself for about 20 minutes, and then you're well. I'm, I gotta watch some porn. I gotta get to bed. I'm gonna Google some of these names real quick. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally comments on YouTube for the trailer. I was like, "What was that girl's name?" <laughs> At two minutes and ten seconds, I was like, "You're missing the point." Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to funder. So I'm trying to crowdfund her yeah. porn. I'm trying to help her. You know. Trying to get her out. Of no, the and like the yeah. reason the documentary is really weird is just because like the, it's it basically focuses on this one guy's like small house. Like what he does is he runs a house out in Florida because mm-hmm. if you know anything about the porn industry, like there's none in ca- Florida. Well, it's the worst state. Uh, it really is on every level. I don't know why people I don't know why you got Disney World, but whatever. It, I guess in the porn community in California, like, there's a law now. If you shoot any kind of porn, you, you have, have to wear a, you condom. Have to wear a condom. And yeah. that was just like, that's not in California. It's just LA County. Okay, that that was a huge deal breaker for because yeah. Burbank was. Like it was the, a huge yeah. It was a huge. Uh, so I remember what, when they were doing well, that. I don't, I don't need to need to get into a political strategy, but isn't that essentially they're like we were tired of having to admit that you shoot porno here, so yes. we're going to set this rule. That's obviously not going to work with you, so that you have to go somewhere. Else. And that's exactly what it is. And they basically okay. just not shot so everybody over I the floor. I feel smart for seeing that yeah. and being like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah, that's, uh, that's that's the legal way to get them to leave. Like that's a real that's, but, a, that's what we call a dick move in the biz. What they did was they basically used like, "Well, the there's, there's too many STDs going around." So we yeah, that leave. was kind of the, the well. I mean, yeah, that's the, 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 that was their loophole. Yeah, yeah. But so now, like, it's in Florida, and what this guy does, he just goes on Craigslist and writes, like, the most bland, like, looking for a model, uh, we'll fly you out to live in my house for eight months or whatever. Yeah. See, and that doesn't then, even sound real, though. It like, doesn't. If I was a girl, I'd be like, oh, that's And not. yet, here's what happens. Like, he doesn't even ask for nudes or anything. These girls will just send him nudes, and yep. he's like, yeah. And, like, the guy, yeah. Nate can confirm this, is so creepy looking. He is. And, like, yeah, it, it never says it, but I'm like, he's got that same beard you're mad about. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hate that beard. Yeah, and it never like says he, it explicitly, but like I have a, like my suspicions that he tries to bone every girl that gets in there. Oh, 100 percent. Well, yeah. the audition video. Right. Probably. Yeah. yeah, he'd be. I'm sure the, the casting couch is in his office. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so yeah, that happens, and then like 
they, it just falls around like four different girls and like how like this one girl was like I went to the shoot that like I thought was gonna be a lot of people around it was just me in this guy's house and she's like I, I didn't know if I could leave and basically describes yeah, that's like, scary she basically describes like he was like a big buff dude I don't I don't know if I could leave and say no, so she kind of just had to do it. It was like really rapey, I guess. So literally the implication. And then they, they reference uh, uh, they got a boat, like abuse porn or whatever. And this one Mexican girl like went and did like uh, a porn where it's like forced blowjobs, like, like and like they basically just like make racial jokes about her being like Mexican and oh, black. Jesus. Yeah, and like, and, like it, why it, does it exist? It doesn't show There's anything. A market for it. Like, Some guys just like fuck other races. Yeah. Yeah. Well, essentially, it's like this fucking fat yeah. white guy. <laughs> oh, that's, that's it's a lot like that scene where they're like squeal for me, like that that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What's that movie? Uh, Deliverance. Deliverance. It's very deliverancey. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it's really fucked up. And then like one girl like it follows her and like how her parents find out and shit like that. And she's like, it literally reminds us reminds me of like our cousin Brittany in uh, like our like redneck cousins because she's like. Oh, I just I, I go out on the range and I ride my horse and then I'm gonna go shoot some porn now. I don't want to live here anymore. So like, <laughs> but she has like a boyfriend who's just like, what kind of porn are you doing? And then yeah. she's like, oh, I'm doing like a B, BDSM or was that what it is? Whatever, kind of like he's like, uh, is that, I think it's what's called. I'm not sure. Whatever, like chain, chain <laughs> yeah, good cover, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, now remind me what that is. What is that? Well, I know I know what it is. I just don't know the acronym for it or whatever. But uh, whatever the whips and chain style shit. And he's like, I don't know if I approve of that, huh? Do Whips and Chains exciting? <laughs> 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 the name of this is called Whips and Chains. Is this real, though, what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude, I'm, 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 I'm no, no, we don't have a cousin that's like, born. She, like, she looks and like, sounds like my cousin. Oh, <laughs> so, so the girl in the documentary was talking to her boyfriend about the porn she Yeah. They're from, like some okay with small that? town in Tennessee or something like that. I don't quote me. Of course. Me. She's paying the bills. And then like she moved out and he's like, I, I love her. I just wish she didn't get raped on camera all the time. And like she's just doing yeah, all these yeah. like, extreme... Like, it's just the one thing, you know? No relationship's <laughs> oh, yeah. perfect. There's always like, baggage. Yeah. yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Like the, the documentary starts that's like, I like to do porn because it empowers me and all well, that shit like sure that. Does. Yeah. And by the end of it, like they're like, well... They basically describe the market as such, like, well, when you're an amateur, because it's, it's, it caters to the amateur porn scenes, what the documentary's about. It's like, you basically have one to two movies you do, and then you just fall off the face of the earth. And, like, they're like, I want to be a major porn star, like, such and such. And then, like, the guy that, like, it cuts no to... No one really thinks that, right? I mean, no, it's, well, a, it's just, it's a way to make yourself feel better. Yeah. But it cuts to the guy who's, like, creepy. He's like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they usually only stay in my house for about three to four weeks, and then they're done, they're done because their career's over. Yeah. And then, uh, all, when all is said and done, the girl made like maybe eighteen thousand, and it's like not enough to like to to, to do that. And, like, and, just, the, and the opportunity right. cost, and like the, my question is, how does the guy make any money doing this? Because he, it's like uh, Silicon Valley where he makes them pay rent based off how much they make on their. Yeah, but like, how do you? How does anyone make money on porno anymore? That, that's it's, a great question. Well, I, the I same way that like YouTube it. makes money is off of sponsors and fucking yeah, like hits that. per per uh, whatever. Because you got to remember, like, even though no one's talking about it, there's way more people watching porn than are watching YouTube. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, and, and, and like she's like, yeah, I can't wait to be a star, and then like, she ends up leaving because like she wasn't popular anymore, and like it cuts to basically them saying, well, if they don't do weird fetish porn for people that pay way too much for like a, a niche, like foot porn or all that kind of shit, then they, they don't have any money. So she ends up doing like weird, like anal, like stuff like that, so like, gangbang stuff. Yeah, it's really sad. Like, watch it if you don't want to feel bad or feel good about yourself. <laughs> if you want to feel good about yourself, watch it. <laughs> it's the feel-good documentary of the year. I love when they, every once in a while, they'll come out and they'll call it the feel-bad movie of the year. And I'm like, ooh, I want to see that. Is that that's something you want? The feels... I think filth, I think that was... They did that for filth with James McAvoy. I really, really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, that was a good one. I really like the, the song at the end by Billy Ocean. It's like a... 
I don't know the name of it, but it's a great song. Oh, that's uh, my, my favorite song by Billy and the Oceans. Okay. Billy and his ocean. Billy and the Ocean. I saw an episode of this thing that was, like, really yeah. similar to that pornography thing, but it was yeah. about, like, WWE people that wanted to make it big. Oh, like, yeah. Big guys. Was it, was it Now, I'm into MTV? that. Because I think they did one. Yeah, yeah. Where that, the the guy like, got, like, HIV because, like, yeah. somebody cut him or whatever. Oh, Jeez. shit. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh. He wanted to make it big, but then... He got the HIV. And you, got you know what's not a documentary, but it's really good and stars Chris Evans is a movie that I saw on Netflix called Puncture. And it's basically, he plays a lawyer who's like addicted to drugs or whatever. And like, uh, he does a case where <clears throat> apparently there's like a weird statistic where if you're like a nurse or whatever, uh, they get, they call it getting stuck when you're trying to like basically inject someone with whatever medicine or something, the needle will like not go in their vein and like flip back and cut them. So they, oh, like, and she gets AIDS because apparently that's how a lot of nurses get AIDS is from like, try, like a homeless person will come in and be like convulsing and seizuring and all that. They'll try and like hold them down and like give them like a mm-hmm. shot or whatever. Obviously it backfires. So that happens to her and like, this it's usually it's usually used needles that yeah. don't get capped. Is what, oh. And like they basically, it's like a movie about how like fucked up the, um, the medical like funding is for certain, certain things. Like how some medicines work, kind of like how Dallas Buyers Club, it's like it wasn't, it, like the idea of that movie is like it wasn't beneficial for them to have those drugs in America because they wouldn't make any money off of it, you know. Uh-huh. And in this, like they actually develop a needle that's like a one-time use thing, but they're like, well, we already pay these people millions of dollars to use our needles. So, like, there's like a whole court. It's a really good movie. It's called Puncture. Chris Evans and a couple, of, I think, Vera Farmiga or whatever. Yeah, because they use the butterfly needle now, which is probably what they were developing. Yeah, where it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. as soon as you take I think it, out, it takes place in the early '90s. So, dude. Ladies, early '90s. I would not want to be no. a nurse with the yeah with the AIDS. With the AIDS, or you don't even know. Yep, shit. Not a good time to be anyone. I <laughs> <laughs> was there for some of the early '90s and the late '80s. You were there for the latest of the '80s. <laughs> yeah, I was just in time for Batman though. So. <laughs> did you go to the midnight premiere as an infant? I did. He sure did. That's like my oldest memory is like being. I had to have been like just turned three years old, and you were with us. And for I, for some reason, I remember everything about it. We I'll always be with you. We were at the drive-in movie theater, and we were sitting on a blanket, and you were like crying, and we were watching Batman Returns on like the screen, and Dad was like buying popcorn or something. And I remember that we had to borrow Grandma's car for some reason, and like instead of which we've never the, done again. Yeah, and then instead of sitting in the car, we were sitting on the on the ground on like a blanket watching the movie. And that's like, for whatever reason, that's my oldest memory, is watching uh, It's funny. Returns. Uh, so I mean, it's one of my favorite movies, too, like, weirdly enough. I mean, it's such a fucking weird movie that I love it. Like, it's not a great Batman movie by any stretch of the imagination. But every time, too, every time I watch uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, every, every time Frank says something, I'm just like, it sounds like the Penguin to me. Like, I, I just see <laughs> it in my head. He was so perfect for that role. Michael Keaton should be on It's Always Sunny. That'd be cool. <laughs> Call it Birdman? That would be cool if Danny DeVito was in that movie, too. That would have been cool. That movie was great, though, by the way. BT Is that still your favorite of 2014? I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess. I, like we, I still wholeheartedly recommend Whiplash to Drew, right. especially. Whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash. yeah. I think we're at, like, an hour right now, if you guys want to. Want to call it? I think the yeah, the main the main point is watch Bar Rescue and uh, don't <laughs> yeah. don't get AIDS and, and watch that documentary yeah. about <laughs> porn. Two recommendations for you. And watch my We're at 58 uh, minutes. You can't always Ooh. get what you want, fans. Ooh, that's 